Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome listeners to the Speaking From Our Speaking From Our Hearts even podcast episode where today I'm joined by Travis Brady from the United States of America. Travis, very, very warm welcome to you. Yeah, glad that you had me on. I'm excited. Excellent. And uh, just for the benefit of the listeners, um, we already had a sort of two-minute warm-up conversation off-air um, and was talking about this relationship or I think former presidents and uh, prime ministers of the um, of uh, the UK have called it the special relationship. And I asked Travis if that is, you know, still how things are, are seen um, in, in his terminology across the pond. Uh, with you know modern day politics changing the way they are, this is certainly not a conversation around politics. So um, yeah, any thoughts on that, uh, Travis, around this special relationship? Yeah, you know when you uh, when you come over here to the United States, your accents are just everyone loves them. Everyone wants to talk to you, so you're 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 totally welcomed, and people people love you over here. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so. Um, Right. Your your focus, your role, um, Travis, is a, is it fair to say, a coach's coach? Yeah. Yes. The coach's coach. Yeah. So tell us a bit about that. What, what does that, what does that mean? Yeah. So I have been in the coaching realm for a combined 16 years and, you know, probably have made every mistake there possibly is with trying to grow a coaching business. And, you know, my uh, I was trying to brand myself years ago, and I just couldn't nail it down. Like exactly what I loved, uh, who I loved helping, because I worked with so many different types of people, and I loved it all. And um, my coach uh, at the time said, "You need to find a version of yourself that you can help the very most." And I said, "Well, that's me." And they're like, well, who is you? Well, I'm a trainer. I'm a coach. And so it just dawned upon me at that moment in time, like I can help versions of myself who are coming through this training industry and coaching industry to help build a business and actually be successful. And so uh, that's kind of fell into it. I never came in saying, oh, I'm going to be the coach's coach. It just followed my heart. And here I am. Yeah, there's great learning in that, Travis, isn't there? But particularly what you said at the follow your heart and, uh, you know, increasingly the number of conversations I have with people from um, from a wide, well, from the polarised sort of uh, aspects of society in every respect. And that is a recurring theme that's coming through, follow your heart. Um, I was going to ask you this question a bit later on, but I think, you know, because we've come to that point now and that's it's nicely dovetailed in, uh, Travis, do you feel, mm. do you sense that there's a change in the world? You know, there's, there's a different energy evolving that 
Um, I certainly can't put my finger on it. And I know people generally can't put, but they sense, they feel this this wave of, you know, is it Bob Dylan that's when he sang, the winds are changed, they are a blowing. Does that, does that resonate? Yeah, you know, the world's always evolving and, and always changing. If you look at today, I mean, we're more connected than ever before. I mean, look at me and you. I mean, we are talking one-on-one you know, video, audio from, you know, almost clear across the world. And we're able to, you know, communicate so much faster and we're so much more connected. But with being so much more connected, what's happening is there's less connection. There's less, there's not as deeper connections that's happening. Yeah. And so it, it, and it, and it will change. And I don't think that, and I don't think we're, I think that's going to continue to get uh, go in that direction. I think we're going to continue to get more connected, and I believe that there's going to be continuous less connection, you know, with with relationships and with people. And so, you know, and when people are less connected to other people, you know, they're less connected to themselves. You know, the first thing that most people do when they start losing. Um, connection with their friends and with people, it's usually because they're losing connection with themselves. Mm-hmm. And so we're in this uh, society where it's looking on Instagram and looking at everyone's best stuff. And it's not even the stuff that is even real. It's not the stuff that we even like, that's just, you know, the flashy stuff on stage, you know, what's behind the red curtain. So we have this uh, bad, <laughs> we had this just bad thought of what living life is about and how we should be living life around money, around relationships, around our health and our body. And I believe that's why coaches are needed more so now than ever before in this world. We need leaders. We need people who are willing to go out there and speak the truth and share, you know, these things that so many people could benefit from having. Definitely. And I think, uh, you know, to use that uh, terminology of yours there, Travis, benefit from having on a micro level every day today aspect of the life and also on a very macro level of let's make the, the world a better place. And I know that sort of the latter is almost cliched, but, you know, I can only speak about my, well, from my own responsibility, my own focus, my own vision um, Travis around you know this 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 movement this whole way of being and making sense of of your life's purpose and I've obviously done a bit of research here about yourself about wanting to be a baseball player and that didn't quite happen you know I love the example that you gave about your dad where he called everybody son this this old dare I say this old-fashioned family values of we're in this together yeah mm-hmm. and I think that's been lost in you know, certainly the last, you know, two or three decades, you know, when I, I, I don't know about yourself growing up as a kid, obviously, culturally, there were, you know, uh, socio and economically, there may have been differences, whatever. But, um, you know, extremely poor from my backyard, um, Travis, but very, very happy because of that community spirit and that, you know, we do look after each other. And that's all gone now, hasn't it? Yeah, it, it's it's just different now. It's it's just different. And just going back to what I was saying before, I, I believe we're just we're we're less connected, and you know, loyalty isn't what it once was. And so, yeah, I mean, that's again, that's why me and you are needed, man. <laughs> it's because yeah. we need to bring, we need to help people uh, reconnect to uh, 
to what is true fulfillment, what is true happiness. Yeah. And um, I believe that true uh, fulfillment is giving your gift to the world. And when you're giving your gift to the world and you're just giving, you know, the energy is always just going to come back to you and it's going to make you happy. And uh, for those of you who know Tony Robbins, he says, every problem can be solved if you could just give. And what he means by that is it fulfills us, it makes us happy, it connects us, it provides spontaneity, it provides connection, love, survival. Every human need becomes real to us when we would give to the world. And I believe each one of us has something unique that we offer. You know, something, even a coach that does similarly what I do is help other coaches. We help coaches in different ways. So I believe everyone has a, a different niche, as you would say, to give to the world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, interesting that you brought in uh, Mr. Robbins there. And um, you guys know Tony Robbins? Is he big over there? Um, well, he's big in my world. I mean, I've, I've followed his <laughs> programs. I've done his strategic intervention uh, program as well qualified yeah. in that so yeah i mean how you know i think anybody within the industry Tra travis you know love him or loathe him how you can't ignore him that is a fact um mm. you know he's i think you speak to any level of coach and invariably the name tony robbins is gonna pop up somewhere along the line um mm -hmm. you know is he well known outside the fraternity of coaches i would say not but then again who is outside any particular circle you know yeah i would say i would say most people i'd say yeah i don't know it's interesting i'd say most people know tony robbins i think his name i think he's getting yeah i mean he's pretty big so yeah but yeah like you're saying it depends on the niche the niche do you guys say niche or niche niche <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, know who I'm talking to. Niche. Yeah. I mean, what a great conversation that we can just compare accents. That's, that's <laughs> great. And do you know what, Travis? Doesn't this reinforce your point about that connection? Here you've got two guys, two sort of total strangers that's been introduced by a, a mutual uh, a mutual friend, Kip. And, you know, all of a sudden we're having this kind of humorous conversation, a matter of fact conversation where we're kind of dancing with the energy of it. And, it, and it's great. It's and that's life, isn't it? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. What I what I wonder is you guys are so much more bold than we are in the United States. That's what I've noticed. Right. Yeah, you're so much more bold. You just... Tell it how it is. You don't beat around the bush. Have wow. you noticed that? No. Um, do you know, honestly, you... Maybe you... it's just the people I know. The the people that I know that are from your area, you know, the UK and everything, man, they're just, they're just bold. They know, they're unapologetic. They just tell it how it is. And that's what I love so much about you guys is, uh, is that too, from the people that I've met. Wow. Well, I mean, what an interesting insight that is, Travis, because, you know, obviously, I mean, I live in Spain now, but I mean, I am UK born and bred in England. Yeah. Um, I would say exactly the opposite. Would you? Yeah, hmm. exactly. You know what that statement, that fascinating statement. So you, you would just say, made, so you'd say Americans are more bold. Yes. By a country mile as a generalization. <laughs> yeah, I, I would, honestly. I mean, I've, you know, my 
my slant on America is I've been three times and every time to California. So, you know, I've been told by Americans that's not a true reflection of America because you've been in one little sort of nice part. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have to go in, you have to go to the West Coast, you have to go to New York, and then you have to be right around the middle, you know, Texas, Georgia, to really get a full fill of, of America. But is it is really, it's really, and I appreciate each culture and the strength that it has for sure. Mm. Yeah, each one, each one has a, a unique strength that can be fully used to their advantage, absolutely. Yeah, but that's, that's that's a really, I mean, that's a great insight, really is. Um, it's not very often I get shocked these days, Travis, but in the nice possible way, nicest possible way, that's kind of, uh, yeah, that shocked me a little bit. That's, it's great, okay. I like that. Maybe it's just the ones I, I met because they did, I mean, you do have to be bold to move here from a different country, right, to yeah. kind of uproot where you are. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense and uh you know, the type of people that I would have met that have that trait, right? Hmm. You know, as a, as a generalization of those particular characters, uh, Travis, would you say that they are guys or girls for that matter that's come from sort of rags to riches? Um, they're mostly guys. I remember one of my professors in college, he, uh, um, he was from the UK and, uh, he, he was just hilarious. I loved him. He was probably one of my, he, it was the most boring uh, class I could have ever taken, but he totally made it, made it fun as a class. And uh, um, yeah, I just appreciated him and his culture and his, uh, his accent. And he was just really bold. He was just really, he's really funny. He's really funny. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. So uh, just to put the Tony Robbins one to, um, to bed, Travis, what we said earlier on, having said, you know, the, the fact that it may not be a universal name in the UK outside the coaching fraternity, having said that, when it comes to London, I think it's around every April time, it's always a complete sellout. Mm, um, always. Yeah. So, yeah. What, what events have you been to? Um, well, for, for me, in terms of Robbins' live events, I haven't, I've done my training through his online programs and, and that kind of thing, but my other half, she's she's been to a lot of Robbins' stuff. She's been on his Platinum program. Um, she's got all the material. So we spent, I mean, we've been together 10 years now, and I think the first five of that was deep diving. This was our kind of honeymoon period, if you like. You know, we was having pillow talk around Tony Robbins' six human needs and, and stuff like that, and, you know, the crazy yeah. eight and all these philosophical strategies and what do they mean in real in real life so that we can, you know, not only offer theory... But do they work? Do they hold water? And not just mm. because, with all due respect, Tony Robbins says they does, they do. But can how can we use those tools effectively for the people that we serve? Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, uh, as I say, that entailed then uh, Travis doing the strategic intervention uh, training, which I think he did with uh, uh, Chloe Madanas, and. Um, yeah, that was that was a good grounding, a really good grounding. And interesting what you say about that kind of forthright um, perception of the Brits, because what I found with that is, yes, I mean, you're actually, there is a big part of you that's right with that, because as much as we've kind of got this 
image of stiff upper lip, quite reserved, the oldish English gentleman and all that kind of stuff, there is that other part that that will tell it the way it is. And I think what that did as a coach, we're watching Robbins and some of his kind of shock tactics. And obviously mm-hmm. the psychology behind it is well proven time and time and time again. But it then brought out that natural British, do you know what? I am going to tell it like the way it is. Stop, get, you know, get over yourself. Stop playing the victim. And, do you know, <laughs> just, you know, in the words of Nike, just do it. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love I love Tony Robbins. Uh, you know, I think he's a stand-up guy. He, I went to Unleash Power from within last year. I've read a lot of his books. And, man, his philosophy is just so point on. And I think if people looked at a deeper level, mm-hmm. you know, what he taught, they would get actually so much more from yeah. what he's from what he's teaching for sure yeah definitely definitely um i mean just on just on that note travis i was fortunate enough to be uh influenced mentored by jim Britt, who was robbins's coach for five years Who who's this again jim Britt. i don't know him yeah uh, jim Britt. he was when antonio started out in the early phases of his career he was, he was his mentor because at the time jim was jim Rohn's business partner Oh, Jim Rohn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I have, uh, yeah, there is a sort of strong synergy there between the the Robbins connection. But yeah, I mean, how can you, how can you, you know, I wouldn't say it's the only tool in, in the box, but um, yeah, I think any coach that, uh, that knows the way around a bit has, has at least got that kind of, you know, decent level awareness of some of his principles, whether they agree with them. That's just a tool in the box, isn't it? We've all got our own way of, you know, as a mechanic, how we, you know, how we do Absolutely. things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, that, and that, I, th- I believe the best coaches know all the tools and, you know, they prefer. Yeah. I mean, I know all types of different tools, but it's like, which tool do I prefer to use? And also it's which tool works best with a certain, you know, with a certain person too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the world needs you. Four simple words, Travis. Tell us a little bit about the back history of those four simple words. The world needs you. Yeah. Um, gosh, my dog's kind of barking in the other room. Can we pause it for a second or should we just go through it? No, just the, the dog's fine. Let him in. Let, you know, fam, family affair, Travis. Like The more the merrier. <laughs> my dog just split himself open. We had to run him to the ER last week. And so uh, I had to put him in, uh, put him in the cage with a cone around his head, and he's not too happy right now. <laughs> right, <laughs> he wants to chew his stitches out. But um, yeah, you know, um, I had failed three times in this business, and you know, um, you know, I was so exhausted just by putting my heart out there and getting turned down. And in any other business you know, you sell a product, you sell something, right? You sell, you know, stuff as a coach, man, is you put your heart on your sleeve. Like it's, it's part of you that they're, they're buying. And so it's a much more personal, you know, purchase, I would say. Right. And, uh, you know, it's, if it's one thing, if someone says they don't want your product, but it's another thing if they say they don't want to work with you. And so I had taken it very, very personal. Um, and I just, I couldn't handle the rejection anymore. I couldn't handle not making the money. I was really struggling. I had got my bachelor's degree. I would got the certifications. And 
I had got this job at this top level facility and I was failing all month long. And I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. And on a Friday night at 9 PM, I drove home and on the way to my place, I stopped at my mom's house and my mom is, was my rock. She's my, she inspired me to go for my goals and to dream big. She, um, she always just loved and supported me. And so I remember going there on a Friday night and she's laying in her bed. My mom works so hard. My mom's one of those workers that will just slave all week. She taught me how to work hard. And I walked in and I laid on her bed and I just looked at her and I said, I I started crying. How come no one wants to work with me? I don't want to do this anymore. And I almost made a decision to give up. I almost made a decision to, to give up in that moment. She said something to me that struck true with me ever since then is the world needs you. And I could have given up at that moment in time, but I decided that, you know what? I can still give more. And I put my whole heart into it. I went the very next week and got my first client and it just seemed to take off from there. But it was only after I made that really powerful decision that, you know, I have something that people can really benefit from it. And so when I stopped looking at myself and how I was benefiting and just let go of my financial situation, let go of what people thought about me, let go of all these things and really looked at this person, how can I serve you? That's when everything changed. Yeah. Purpose, Travis, how how important and critical do you believe purpose is uh, in people's lives? It's everything. You know, what's what's the purpose of going to the gym? You know, what's the purpose of waking up in the morning? What's the purpose of going to my job? What's, you know, and we have we have a life purpose. So if we leave, if we don't have a purpose for anything we do, we don't do it. Why do we why do some people sit on uh, watch Netflix all weekend? Why do people? Oh, by the way, have you is. Have you seen Black Mirror? Is that popular over there? I, I'm, you're talking to the wrong person, Travis. I'm not a film, you know, me and TV. I'm way. not a huge Netflix person either, but I watched that uh, series. It's really good. It's right. I like sci-fi stuff. But anyways, I was just seeing how popular because I know it comes from the UK. But, uh, you know, what's the purpose of doing everything? And so when we don't have purpose, we lie around, we're lazy, you know, we, we don't do stuff. And so when people say I'm lazy, no, you're not. Laziness is a side effect of a deeper problem, which is going back to you, the purpose. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My own views on that, um, and I'm going to come to models in a moment, but my own views on that is purpose is just a reason to get out of bed in the morning. It's, it's that simple. It's, you know, when I, when I turn the clock back, Travis, and look and, and reflect upon the uh, my addiction, the label that, you know, I was this, I was violent, I was an addict, I was whatever, all these labels that I'd actually sort of embraced and come to believe, um, the, the purpose just to get out of the bed in the morning was for another drink. That was it. So for me, purpose can be low level, it can be high level, but in, as a generalization, as part of a grand scheme of three pillars, it's a reason to get out of bed in the morning, whatever that might be, good, bad or indifferent. So what I worked on then, and, and I'd be really interested in your views around this, um, Travis, to kind of come and challenge it, comment on it and do whatever. But then the second pillar is, is one called prosperity, because just to get out of bed in the morning and exist is not enough. We're all so much more than that. 
And so the prosperity for me is not necessarily financial. I mean, money's, you know, we, we don't get far in life with, without money. Um, but I think for me, the it's the understanding of that solid foundation of all the things that you referred to at the top of this conversation around relationships, around love, around companionship, around connection. So when we throw in this, and I love Wikipedia's definition, which kind of alludes to that prosperity, you know, most people think it's around uh, finances. Yes, it can um, encompass wealth, but it's more about happiness. It's more about this kind of inner part of us um, that we probably sort of misunderstand or even take for granted. So that's the prosperity. In other words, I'm now, not only am I getting out of bed in the morning, but you know what? I'm actually quite chirpy and I'm quite happy. But for me, Travis, that's still not enough. Because if I've learned to get out of bed in the morning and take action, and then I've took that a stage further and, you know, I've looked at ways of being happy because they are choices, in my humble opinion. They are choices, unless we, you know, prepare to have that label stuck on it and carry it round. Um, we've learned these lessons and we're all learning lessons. And I think this goes back to something that you said earlier on. Isn't it our responsibility then as people, not, not you know, forget the coach's angle, but as people, as human beings, that we have to pass those lessons on. Isn't that the price we pay for being a tenant on this planet? When you say prosperity, you know, I think of happiness. We want to be happy, but being happy doesn't, like it doesn't satisfy us as human beings. Like I've met with tons of millionaires and worked with tons of millionaires and, you know, a lot of them, you know, that aren't giving something to the world. They're just not truly satisfied in life. And so they go out and they try to fill themselves more by buying more stuff, yeah. you know, and even maybe getting into drugs and getting into these things. They're trying to find something that's going to fill them and satisfy them as a human being. And really what it is, is just giving something to the world that is close to your heart that someone else can prosper off of. Yeah. So going off exactly what you're saying. Yeah, so the purpose, the prosperity, and the philanthropy. And that, for me, Travis, is, is what I call the hamster's wheel that needs to go round and round and round. And the, the philanthropy, I suppose, is another way of, of, of coining Robbins as high as human need of the contribution because we, you know, otherwise, what's the purpose? Absolutely. What, what is the yep. purpose? Yeah, so absolutely. on that note, Travis, what's, I mean, what's your vision for this world, you know, it, to, to coin a, a song from the uh, 70s from the UK, um, what's it all about, Alfie? Can, can you remember that song? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, what's it all about, Alfie? Are you sure you that you know in your heart? Silla Black it was, I think, in the late 60s. But uh, Yeah, anyway. keep singing it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what, what it, Travis, for you, what is it all about? You know, I, I want to, I want the next, you know, my whole message comes down to the next generation of transformation is the mind and body. And I want people to realize that it's not just reading, it's not just information, it's experiencing, it's feeling, it's emotions. And so when the mind and body is linked together and it's aligned, we can create transformation faster than anything else in the world. And so, you know, on my Instagram, you know, one of the quotes that says is, I believe in transformation. I believe that we can change. And so I guess what I want to give to the world is to believe that 
regardless of where they're at and what they've been through, you know, they can create a life that they love. Mm -hmm. And that's the message I want to leave. That's the legacy I want to pass down to, to my kids and, you know, beyond. And so I, uh, yeah, going to going on vacation is cool. You know, traveling is great. But what I love, like what satisfies me is speaking to a room of hundreds of people and having them feel the inspiration and taking and having them take that and apply it in their life is amazing. And so why do I coach coaches is because I want to give that on a times 10 level yeah. and really get it out there. And so I love helping other coaches become successful in what they're doing, but not just become successful, but also, you know, creating that impact as well. And, you know, making that income and really giving this world something unique because everyone has a unique gift that, that I don't, but I do have powerful tools and resources and principles that can help their tools be more effective in what they're doing. And so that's, that's my legacy. That's what I want to pass on. Yeah. So that brings me nicely, Travis, into um, to my next question. You, you may have already answered it, actually. So if you had one message, and, and no doubt you've got dozens of them, but one, you've got to really put one at the top of the pile here and say, yeah. you know, it's that ele almost that elevator 30-second pitch scenario. This is my message to the world. What would that one be above anything else? Uh, the next generation of transformation is the mind and body unifying together. Wow. Very, very concise, very punchy. Mm. In yep, terms... That was hard too because I have tons, but by far that's the that's the one that, uh, that I'm most passionate about. Yeah, okay. So, um, and, and, and that's, yeah. I mean, do you know, it's, it's fascinating... Um, Travis, listening to, to, to people in general, but certainly other coaches, when you put them on the spot and it's you can see that, you know, for a split second, that kind of cog that's like, okay, and then it's bang, it's there. And, you know, I, I, you know when I get asked those kind of questions, I don't know if you feel this or, or resonate with this, Travis, but do you ever find yourself in a way you've, you've said something, you've reacted, and then you think, wow, where did that even come from? But you know it's right. Yeah, uh, I think... You know, I think that happens to everybody, right? At some point in time. Yeah, yeah. So my my final question to you is this one, and it's one I always um, ask guests, Travis, and, and it's that same kind of focused, you know, minute, couple of minutes maximum answer, and it's this. What does speaking from your heart mean to you? speaking from your heart is sharing your truth in a way that can lift others. Wow. Yeah. Sharing, sharing your truth. And, you know, one reason why I do what I do is because I feel like I didn't always get the truth. I always got the truth, you know, the thing that, you know, people wanted me to believe. And so, um, you know, I'm committed to, you know, I, I do, I, and I think I've always been like this. I've always expressed myself from how I genuinely felt from my heart. And sometimes it's gotten me in trouble, <laughs> but you know, in a lot of cases, you know, people could really feel the, the genuineness. So I believe speaking from your heart is telling your truth in a way that can inspire and, and lift others. And, um, you know, this world has a lot of darkness and, 
you know, wherever we focus on is wherever we go. And we could share the truth about the dark or we could share the truth about the light and the whichever one we look at is the direction that we're going to go in. So I believe it's sharing the truth in a way that's going to light up someone's life and inspire them to be more and do more in this world. Definitely. And I love what you said about there, the light and the dark, you know, the duality that exists in, in our lives around us every day, every one of us. Is it too simplistic then, Travis, to, to coin the phrase, it's a choice between love and fear? Yeah, I think, I think that's a simple way of saying it, but the depth of that is so deep is so, so deep. And there's so many branches of that, but absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every, every day we're making a choice, love or fear, love or fear. And, uh, you know, when we make those love choices every single day, it adds up to a lovely life. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. So listen, Travis, thanks very much for that. I mean, is there anything you kind of want to throw back at me? Any questions or the, you know, th stuff we, we've not really covered that you would like to have covered? No, I think those were some good, deep questions. I enjoy going deep and, uh, yeah, I appreciate, uh, you having me on and talking about all this stuff and, you know, uh, shout out to your listeners, uh, and, uh, they are extremely lucky to have you as a host and have you share some deeper, uh, deeper principles that will help people change their lives. And I believe that, you know, we play too much at a surface level. And yeah. when we're able to go deeper on some of these things that we talk about working hard, sharing from your heart, you know, what does that really mean? And so we're putting a deeper meaning to it. And the deeper we go, the more truth that we can find and the more truth, you know, it just helps us transform faster. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So how can people reach out to you then, Travis? How can they uh, get in touch with you if they want to know more about you, the work that you do? Well, uh, what's, what's popular over there? Do people use Instagram or Facebook? What's the popular thing over there? I think as a, as an umbrella statement, just let's say social media is popular and leave it at that. I mean, <laughs> sure. You, you, so yeah, reach out to me on Facebook. It's Travis Brady. And I have a group that's specifically for coaches. I'll have to add you to it. It's called the neck become the next generation coach. And it's for people that want to become better at their craft and to be able to create transformation fast in the world. So that's the movement, the next generation coach. Um, so add me on uh, Facebook. It's Travis Brady and I can add you to the group. And we have some much deeper conversations around creating a bigger impact, also creating a bigger income as well. Excellent. Thank you, Travis. Thank you very much indeed. So uh, there we have it, listeners. Mr. Travis Brady, all the way from, uh, to use his words, across the pond um generally known as america and uh, all that remains now is for me to say as a sign off that uh, no matter what it is you're doing in life always always walk your path with heart take care hearts helping everyone achieve results towards success